All right, friends. Uh, we're playing. Um, I got a new thing called a Shadowcast. Troy told me to get a thing called a Shadowcast, and I said I trust Troy. Yeah, I think it's a fair statement. I trust Troy. No qualifiers. Um, and it's a capture card type thing. So now I have my Switch stuff available on my desktop. So we're going to be playing Breath of the Wild on the desktop, recorded via OBS and so forth. First things first, gotta finish off that spare cranberry juice. <clears throat> now lately, uh, Brian from the Milkin' It podcast, and also from the While You Were Talking podcast, and also from the Bookie Nookie podcast, was recently having some trouble with Breath of the Wild. And I said, Brian, Brian, you just gotta make a few small adjustments to your gameplay, and you could, you could be going far. You, you have the the dexterity skills, the coordination of a of a video game player, it's just your your conception of how to how to approach problems in this game is not what the game is wanting you to do. That's where this friction is coming from. And uh, so we're just gonna do a new game. I know that I already did a new game recently enough, but we're gonna do a new game. Uh, friends, when I said that I have to finish off the cranberry juice, don't think for a moment that that means that we're out of stuff to drink. For I went to the gas station the other day. I may have said this at some point already, but I got the the Arizona fruit teas were on sale for half off. Normally they're ninety nine cents. Half off, they're fifty cents. Why not buy seven of them? I said to myself. So I have. A very large pile of Arizona Mucho Mango fruit juice cocktails. We have um, 23 fluid ounces in a can. These are the tall cans. Open your eyes. We're just going to do it from scratch. Um, Open your eyes. Just so that Brian can see that there's no tricks up my sleeve, I'm not Wake up, Link. doing anything too secret. Um, and I know that I, I've uh, over on the Patreon, I did a few episodes lately of a of a new Breath of the Wild playthrough that I did myself. And then Sam's also been doing some Breath of the Wild, so maybe you're sick of Breath of the Wild. But um, I don't think that's the case because I can listen to people do random Breath of the Wild garbage basically like forever so if i can't get bored of it you can't either that's my my thinking there uh link is of course getting out of the uh pool stand up uh, come on i think oh yeah I can skip these cutscenes. Oh, what a dummy I've been. Okay, so... Um, I haven't played this on the capture card before. I, I've been told the capture cards sometimes give some delay. 
So things might be a little bit off. Camera sensitivity very fast. Aim with motion controls on. Change jump button off. Fix minimap to north on. Brian, this is a great setting. Turn the fix minimap to north on setting. Of course, I also play in HUD mode pro. I do not recommend beginners do this because there's a lot of information that it suppresses, which you... I like message window transparency to be set to opaque. So it's not going to show me the minimap or the stealth or the weather gauge indicators. The only thing that's, that it shows is the uh, heart meter and like if a sh if the shrine indicator or if the sensor is going off, I should say, um, whether it's set to that shrines or to items, then the sensor will be shown. It will help guide you after your long slumber. Come on, come on, Zelda. Alright, I'm pushing X and pushing plus. None of this goes any faster. Chica Slate. It's a Wii U tablet. No, it's a Nintendo Switch. The game took too long. Alright. Got some pants. Yep. We got a shirt. Hold the Sheikah slate up to the pedestal. That will show you the way. Okay, sure. Authentic dating. Sheikah slate confirmed. It's a little unclear how he was sealed in here if you have to have a Sheikah slate to make the doors go. That was a hundred years ago. We don't have to worry about that. You are the light. Our light. That must shine upon Hyrule once again. Now go. Okay. Alright, so uh, I'm going to be focusing on tips to Brian. As it says right there, if your stamina reel wheel runs out, it will take extra time. Try not to have it hit zero. That old man. I don't need to play Koi. Everyone watching this has heard, has done Breath of the Wild before. All right, picking up some tree branches. This is my my least favorite part of the entire game. Honestly, is when it gives you all the button commands, uh, and it it tells you about all the stuff that you're picking up. I like picking up stuff without interruptions, and I like uh, being able to. I like playing the opening of the game. I just wish that the game would have a mode where it's like, yeah, I played the game before, please don't tell me about all this stuff. Like, like I, I can pick up a Hylian Shroom 
and just know what a shroom is. I, I know what I'm doing. I want the I'm not a dummy mode. Hey, so uh, as I record this today, um, three years after it came out, Mario Party has uh, online mode now. I don't have Mario Party, but uh, if anyone wants to... Oh, the old man. The old man is like, what are you going to do with that torch? And I'm like, well, it's a secret. Uh, wait. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to talk to you, old man. Uh, Mario Party Online. I'm happy that it got updates. I'm unhappy that it took three years to get those updates. This is what we call the fortunately and unfortunately. Okay. Um, Let's grab a rusty sword. It's not going to last very long, but pretty sure it's more that more effective than this branch we got. So, yeah, yeah, rusty broadsword six. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, high speed camera setting. Just lets you look around a little more efficiently, you know? You always want to know what's around you. Um, not that I'm some pro player. I don't want to... I don't want to give off the impression that I'm a... A top Breath of the Wild player. My brother's much better at this game than me. Like, demonstrably better. He plays in master mode. Uh, so, uh... I'm, I'm... This is more like the beginner's tips than, like, anything else. Um, and we're going up. Oh, we got a book hobbling. Uh, we'll just start using up tree branches. Got that club. Bokoblin fang, Bokoblin horn. Uh, this branch is low on durability, so I'm just gonna throw it away. Um, the tree branch broke! Oh no, yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, Zelda wanted us to go to the, to the tower. I presume to the tower. Um... Yeah, I seem to recall that there's a treasure chest. Uh, Alright, whoa. Pick up another Boko Club. There's a horn. Did he not leave a tooth? Alright. It's a little unusual, but I guess it can happen. Got some Hylian trousers. Uh, well-worn shirt, of course. You know, it's only April. I bet Link gets a little chilly outside at, uh, 
whatever in the morning this is. Um, oh, it's plus 64 app. And it doesn't say the time on the map. I'm sure I could open up the, the non-pro HUD. I want it to not be a pro. Hmm. Got some bokoblins. I could push that boulder onto them. There's those two bokoblins there, who are always fun to approach. Alright, we're gonna give this boulder a nice little shove. Blows up all those blast barrels. Bokoblin horn. Bokoblin horn. Oh, look at that! It's a free boko club, and it's a free seared steak. One and a half hearts. Don't mind if I do. Um. Okay, as for approaching these bokoblins, we're going to. Stealth. Crashing increases your stealth and makes it easier to sneak up on foes and animals. Controls overview with plus. Yeah, I don't think we need the controls overview. I think it's enough to stealth. I think we're probably going to not get the stealth strike, but we might. Oh! Boko Club is badly damaged, then I don't need it anymore. Alright, we got a Bokoblin Fang and a Bokoblin Horn. Bokoblin Bow. Hmm. Mr. Bokoblin. Ah, here we go. This is what we wanted. Arrow times five. Arrow, 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 arrow. This is the Bokoblin uh, Arrow Training Ground. So, we're getting a whole ton of, oh, we got some sort of butterfly. This is a summerwing butterfly, I believe. Yep, summerwing butterfly. Um, just having a quick look. Uh, oh, I see a sparkle. Uh, I believe we picked up everything significant in that arrow. We got 16 arrows and two bows. Here's the thing. These bows, garbage. Four damage per shot. What a waste of an arrow. But, if we have to, we can shoot these bows. But we don't want to shoot these bows. With bows, you always want to shoot the highest power bow you can to make every arrow as effective as it can be. Whereas with melee weapons, like... This torch? I'm just gonna kill this guy with the torch right now. Pick a Boko shield. Yep, yep, raise your shield. Traveler's sword, good sturdy weapon. Um, I'm just gonna throw away that torch. It's not, not useful. Um, rusty broadsword's up next. And here we are at the tower. Place the Sheikah Slate into the activation thingy. Let's take a let's take a mango drink. 
Chica Tower activated. Please watch for falling rocks. Ooh. Ooh. Oh no! Oh! The chipmunks! The birds! Everything's going a little bit crazy! And the towers explode up out of the ground! Majestically! Someone. Someone on the Breath of the Wild development team sure was watching Avatar The Last Airbender, or both Avatar The Last Airbender and Breath of the Wild were watching some third product. But this is a uh, very reminiscent tower scene. Who doesn't love a good tower scene? Alright, Link, Link gets up. Here we are at the Great Plateau Tower. We didn't know it before, but but here we are. Distilling location information. We're getting some information milk out of the information udder. Oh, one information drop is all it takes. You know, I've never tried, but I suppose that you could warp to the Shrine of Resurrection before he tells you about the warping. Before you get the Sheikah Tower. Oh, remember. Try. Try to remember. You have been asleep for the past 100 years. Oh, crap. That really... That's like my bad. The beast. I overslept a little bit. When the beast regains its true power, this world will face its end. Now then, you must hurry, Link. Before it's too late. Follow the Chica Slate complete. Oh. The camera sort of just sat there. I thought that it was going to say, you know, save Zelda before it's too late. Alright, so we're hopping down the little steps because we don't have the glider yet. Honestly, I don't think that I would so casually jump off a thing that's uh, three or four times my body height. Link's a tough boy. Oh, it's the old man. Oh, what's what's he's telling us about the towers? If you don't mind me asking, did anything odd occur you saw the tower? Silent treatment. You do not need to conceal the truth from me. Truth be told, I saw the whole thing unfold from afar. Although I could not hear anything. I bet you heard a voice, didn't I? Didn't you? And then Link is shocked, and he's like, oh, I hit the nail on the head, and then you give him the silent treatment. He's like, oh, I assume the... he caught sight of the atrocity in shrouding that castle. Mm. That calamity began. And 100 years ago, the violent entity brought ruin, to the ru brought ruin to the kingdom of Hyrule. 
For a century, the very symbol of our kingdom, Hyrule Castle, has managed to contain that evil. But just barely. There it festers, building its strength. For the moment, it will unleash its blight upon the land once again. Oh, we've all heard it. Adventurers save our kingdom. It's the only thing kings know how to say. Adventurers save our kingdom. Which is really weird, because like in D&D, you get to be king because you are a high-level adventurer. Like, like, these games are sort of like descended from a Dungeons and Dragons type thing in some ways, but not too many ways. Because in Dungeons and Dragons, um, you're like, like, whoever's king is the person who's the baddest dude around. So if someone is king, either they're the baddest dude around, or they have a bunch of, like, loyal bad dude followers who can do stuff. Which is why, like, you don't get kingdom-level threats. Oh, crap. This is someone with a bow. Oh. Aha! We're inside of his arrow shot radius. Killed him. Alright, well, that was not the best I've ever done, but I think we can give ourselves a B+. Alright. Yep, chain shield. We know how to do that. Thank you. Uh, looks like all the sparkly stuff in this area. Mostly I don't want to ever miss out on arrows, because I'm a psycho man who wants all the arrows I can muster and have. Here's a little pond. It's a little bit bigger than we want to comfortably swim across, so we're gonna... We're gonna go around. Is there some inscription we can read? No. Oh. We're going around the little wall portion. Alright, here we are. We are at a shrine. And because we have the DLCs purchased, we can open a DLC chest next to the Omen Ao Shrine. It contains a ruby, of course. Slate confirmed. Alright. Down we go. Now we've all played this shrine before, so I'm not gonna belabor the point. We got magnets! Just pretend that I put the magnets, how do they work, drop in here. Just, just pretend. Magnesis, yay! Rune extracted. 
Yep, use room with L. Whoop. A little too soon. There we go. Save some hits on our weapons. Traveler's bow. I'm gonna preemptively drop some of these Boko bows. I'm going to preemptively drop all of them. Boom, boom. What a mysterious monk we have met on this day. To get a spirit orb. Um, how long should this episode go? I think if we uh, do the whole Great Plateau, I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's not the latest that anything has ever been. It's only ten oh eight, and I did take a nap this afternoon. But I feel like. Oh look. It's the old man on the on the paraglider. Paraglider, please. I encourage you to slow down. It's all connected to that Sheikah slate. Paraglider, please. I've yet to finish speaking. Okay, there was a, a civilization called the Sheikah. That's cool. Okay. Cool. 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 So I need more now. Got it. <laughs> All right. Um, so now he wants us to go to the, um, top of the tower and then like use the pin feature and stuff but we're not we're not amateur gamers here we don't need to do that and I mean that quite literally we're not strictly required to do that uh, so we won't oh no Friends, I dropped one box, one metal box on top of another, and I expected them to break. But then it fell back in my face. Um, let's get that line up. All right, let's try this again. There we go. 
Roasted bass and two Aerox fives. Uh, we're actually gonna eat that roasted bass. Uh, and then we'll eat a spare Hylian shroom that puts us back at three hearts. Now, Brian, I'm not sure if I ever told you this, but um, having maxed out health is actually like a magic. Um, my brother calls it the focus sash effect because in in Pokemon there's an item called the Focus Sash, and if your Pokemon is holding a Focus Sash, then it cannot be defeated in a single hit. Um, and Link is not so durable as to prevent any single hit uh, from killing him instantly, but many hits that would kill you instead won't kill you if you were at full hit points. You'll be left alive at one quarter heart. Uh, so, for that damage range, which early on in the game is practically everything that is dangerous to you, um, you want to have full health so that when the big hits come in, you can survive them at a quarter heart, and then um, and then you eat your next your your next recovery thingy, get back up to full health, and uh, and so on. We're, we're going across the Great Plaza Stairway toward where that rolling boulder situation was. The blast barrels are back, but the stake is not and the bokoblins are not. Here we can see in the distance a bokoblin on a tower. Uh, we're gonna equip our traveler's bow. Hit enemy's head with an arrow to perform a critical hit that deals times two damage. Not only that, but when a creature is on a tower. Um, you actually get, like, a times ten damage or something, my brother told me. Oh my gosh. He's still alive. Now this spiked Boko Club was on fire, which means it's got uh, reduced durability for the duration that it was on fire. But um, still, it's 12 damage. Hard to argue with. Five fire arrows. Don't mind if I do. We could get some more fire arrows. Um, Way around the other side of the plateau, there's another uh, Bokoblin skull like this that has fire arrows inside of it. Uh, fire arrows are cool, but not go all the way around the Great Plateau just for five of them type cool. Maybe some other time. Uh, we're headed toward the Stasis Shrine.
Wait a minute. We accidentally bypassed the Eastern Abbey. Well, we wouldn't want to bypass the Eastern Abbey. Then we'd have to come back this way later. That'd be so much extra time. Um... Yeah. Just a little red pin over there. Ah, this way. Okay, seriously, stop. I don't I don't like that you're forcing me to do all these first-time animations. Ooh, we see a butterfly. I see two butterflies. Always sneak up and grab them butterfly. Or wear the stealth suit. If you just wear the stealth suit all the time, uh, OP. OP armor. Oh, no, don't come. No, no, no. Okay, good. The butterfly nearly went off the edge of the plateau. We got it in time. We gotta go around the outside of the uh, Eastern Abbey, otherwise we will activate those nasty, nasty guardian turrets. They're just not happy to see you. I wonder if we can get all the way to the shrine without seeing any of the guardian turrets activate. I've never specifically tried to do that before. I think we'll get close enough to at least one. Yeah, there's one right over here. I think we're gonna wake it up. Oh, it's scanning. Oh dear. Alright, we've dropped down into a little tiny, uh, little tiny thing. This door is in the way. Off it goes. Oh, what's this mysterious rock? Yes. Yes, indeed. After playing this game for too many hours, you just get an instinct for... Well, that's suspicious. It's probably a Korok. went past the shrine. Jabaij Shrine. Or Yabai Shrine? I don't know if it's supposed to be like a like a Scandinavian type J. Or like a wherever else has a J. Is it a hard J or a soft J? I think is I think the term is that we're looking for. Battle tip monsters need their beauty rest too. If you see group monsters sleeping, you know what to do. It's not actually what it said, but you know. You know what to do. Put 80 pounds of tannerite near them. And then if it's uh if it explodes with blue smoke, it's a boy. And if it explodes with pink smoke, it's a girl. 80 pounds of tannerite sounds like the right amount of tannerite for this, uh, this occasion, right? No one's ever been hurt by 80 pounds of tannerite.
Pass. Chest. Travelers Claymore. Don't mind if I do. Good enough. Sixty rupees. Oh, I'm a dummy. I'm supposed to push A to set it down. There we go. And then now the little thingy retracts, launches our bomb. Boom. It's honestly the most unnerving feeling playing the Great Plateau after having played so many hours with the with the glider. And you keep jumping off stuff and you expect the glider to work and it's not there and you're like <clears throat> every single time. <clears throat> yeah. Two spirit orbs. May the goddess smile upon you. Brian dyed all his outfits blue. But, um. Oh boy! We got some. We got some Bokos! And I have a pathological need to kill Bokos. To kill skeletons with, uh. Can't carry any more melee weapons. Anything we should drop? Mmm, no, I guess not. Traveler's sword. Don't mind if I do. get stasis. Oh my god. Oh my gosh! Woo! I am not a fan of going anywhere at night in this stupid cursed kingdom because of all the skeletons.
It's actually a suit of armor you can get. I'm not joking. A suit of armor you can get that makes the skeletons ignore you. How great is that? There's actually multiple ways to make the skeletons ignore you. But, uh... The base game, <clears throat> I believe there's just the skeleton suit. Let's... Uh, you know what? We're just going to use our spiked Boko Club until it breaks. Off you go, bees. Hey, we got some bee honey. Who doesn't love a good bee honey? Oh, we got some restrooms on the rock as we go towards the old man's hut. Now here's here's the question I gotta ask. The old man's a ghost. We we know the old man's a ghost. That's no spoiler. Is his house a ghost house? Is he a ghost that can manipulate physical objects? Or is everything that he interacts with all ghost material? Is he like a poltergeist, or is he like an Odo? Try knows what I'm talking about. Oh, no, we don't want to read the old man's diary. We just want to steal the old man's food. Come on. Baked apples, stamina shroom, got two spicy peppers. What's this over here? Farmer's pitchfork, classic. I'm, uh, I'm not taking it with me. I probably could have dropped a Boko Club for it, but, um... Hey, look, apples. Oh well. Two apples, and now we have this woodcutter's axe. Again, we're not quite sneaky enough without the Sheikah suit to fully sneak up on everyone. But we got one sneaky kill in there. Alright, so we're going to take this woodcutter's axe. We're going to cut down this big apple tree. apple tree itself shall become some firewood. Get us a bunch of apples. That's gonna be good for early cooking. Oh wait, I forgot. I forgot, friends. First of all, did I miss some apples? Okay, I thought it said that I'd miss some apples. A Boko Club? Hmm... Well, 
Yeah, here we go. There's some rocks. We blast them out of the way. Open up a treasure chest. Get some fire arrows. Couldn't be happier at the trad. Sun's coming up. Guess that means it's uh, about four in the morning or something. Sun comes up super early in Breath of the Wild. Oh my gosh, I've been recording 44 minutes. This is going to take forever. I'll try and be more focused. We only have a short amount of time left. Mushroom. It's basically two plants that appear on cliffs, mushrooms and swift violets, and I don't think <clears throat> that there are many swift violets on the plateau. In fact, I'm not sure I'm aware of even a single swift violet on the plateau. This, uh, this climbing bit early on. Very easy to get wrong. These little ledges are not too big. Woo! Alright, alright. There's like, uh, one... one more? Oh no, this is the last one. Wait. Okay. Oh, there's one more um, weight weight platform. We gotta wait for the stamina meter. Up we go. And I think we're in range for some hops. Yeah, there we go. Oh, uh, Daim Shrine. I love all these shrine names. Fun to say. In the, um... In the Twitch stream manager... I'm noting that it says Weevil Knievel 28 uh, followed me four hours ago. First of all, I wasn't even live four hours ago, so... I don't, I don't know. I'm. It's not like I'm some major person that would just get follows at any time of the day. So that's unexpected. But second of all, I don't recognize the name Weevil Knievel 28. If that's someone from the audio only community, just speak up. If it's someone who's not from the audio only community, hi. But how did you hear about anything at all that I do with this dumb Twitch channel? and or dumb podcast which you can uh find on anchor.fm slash or blah 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 self-promote self-promote friends i want to tell you about a cool thing that i did recently troy was like hey look thor you should send me like a 30 second promo that i can put at the end of some of my casts for you and i said okay and then i recorded the 30 second promo and do you want to know do you want to know what i did do you want to know what i did friends you're, you're, you're never going to believe me. Oh, dear. 
the stasis wasn't ready. And so the boulder, the boulder crushed me to death because my stasis wasn't ready like I expected it to be. I am a fool. Do we, we still have stasis, so, uh, there we go. What was I saying? Oh yeah, I was telling you about the promo. So, um, Troy asked me to record a 30 second uh, promo and I sent Troy a 30 second audio file. And do you want to know what I put in the audio file? Um, me talking, but at no point did I say what my name was or how you could in any way contact me. Oh dear. The boulder fell directly on our head. But uh, we got the treasure chest, so I kind of don't care. Um, these Bokoblin shields. Trash. Um. You know... So the sledgehammer here, what we're going to do, friends, is we're going to use our wonderful axe. And we're going to throw the axe away. Pick up the sledgehammer. Sledgehammer is always nice to have a spare sledgehammer for all those mining operations that Link gets embroiled within, you know. Mining for gemstones. We're at one quarter heart, but I'm not gonna need any food because when we get this spirit orb, it'll recover us. So yeah, I sent this 30 second promo to Troy. Didn't say my name, didn't say the name of the podcast, didn't say how to find me on Twitter, Twitch, didn't even say that you could find me in the Discord. Um, and then Troy just like put it in a pile of promo files that he like pulls from randomly on the end of each episode. And so then uh, the other day on the Turtle Power Presents the Power Plays Through podcast with your host Turtle Power, um, my my promo showed up at the end of the episode. It's impossible for anyone to know who I was or who what I was talking about saying that you should join my cast. But also the the promo file was so old that I mentioned that it was a daily podcast, which we all know is no longer true. Um, although then Troy mentioned uh, that they had done nine days in a row and said, Lokathor, I'm coming for you. So I may have to uh, keep my keep my pace going a little bit higher. All right, the temperature is getting dangerously low. We gotta find warmth soon. Um, but that's okay because we are going to find some warmth soon. Okay. We've gone downhill. Oh crap, we're not in the warm zone yet. There's grass, but it doesn't count as warm enough. Okay. Uh, 
Alright, we're going to eat our foods. Back at three hearts. We're just a little too, a little off to the side of the um, Temple of Time. That path that leads from the Temple of Time to the Frozen area. And we are going to um, assault the base camp of Bokoblins that uh, lets us get all these peppers and cook them all up. Oh. Oh, that's good. Oh, no. Friends, we got hit by a torch. How embarrassing. Couldn't be more embarrassing, honestly. Alright, so we're gonna take the fire from the torch, from the campfire, put it underneath the cook fire, pick up the seared steak. Hot lid, not that it's good, but that we've never picked it up before. And I don't like having a an item that we've never picked up before. I want to have picked up every single item, even if we don't use every single item. Um Alright. So we have three spicy peppers per spicy pepper plant. Um, there are four spicy pepper plants in the area. Which means that we... Actually, we have two spicy peppers from before, I believe. Which means I think we're at 14 spicy peppers. Uh, we actually don't need that many spicy peppers. Uh, but... Let's see. Let's sort our stuff. Let's see. Hold, hold, hold. We will cook three at a time. Yeah, that makes uh, seven minutes and 30 seconds of cold resistance. So we're just gonna make a few of these. And uh, we'll use them eventually, don't worry, friends. Uh, got five left. I could cook just two of them, but honestly, I don't care. Um, so the apples... If we cook... Apples are half a heart base. When you cook them, they're uh, double their heart value, so they become worth three hearts each. Um, so we're going to cook three apples, which is a full... Health meter for Link. We're gonna do this um, until we run out of three apples at a time, which looks like is about now. This leaves us with one apple left over. Let's uh, cook some Hylian shrooms as well. Love me a mushroom skewer. As as the saying goes, love to be a part of one sometime. Got any Office fans in the crowd? I hope so. Pretty zeitgeisty show. I genuinely don't know if the if the clock is advancing or what. The Corsair B Honey is two hearts. So if I just if I just cook it entirely on its own, it's gonna be a four-heart dish. 
and it restores some, uh, restores a good chunk of stamina. I forgot that it restored stamina. Um, so we could put, um, an apple and two mushrooms together. Get one more dish. Fruit and mushroom mix. Yeah, that seems good. These mushrooms we could cook, but... I think that the mushrooms are more likely to be useful in the context of a... We're going to eat our spicy sauteed peppers. I think that the mushrooms are likely to be useful in the context of some sort of armor upgrade situation. So we're going to keep our mushrooms. Um, so this is a, a one level of cold area. We're going to go along through the snow. We are trying to find uh, this mountaintop. Uh, and we have six minutes and 54 seconds to do it. I think we're going to be able to do it in time. Now, there is a walking in snow and a walking in sand effect. Uh, we got three bokoblins here. Dash out of the way. Oh, crap. He's got a shield, and I, I did that all kinds of time. an archer bokoblin but he didn't drop any he didn't drop any thingies all right iron sledgehammer break a crate get two arrows whatever boko club might as well boko shield boko horn aha there's a treasure chest i knew there was a treasure chest over here arrow times five that's what i was thinking of I remember you can reliably get some arrows here. Uh, up ahead, I can go that way. I can walk along the ground level past a Boko camp. Um, or we can climb straight up the mountainside. And I believe it's safe up here. Yeah. There we are. Yes, that's the mountain that we want. What's up here? Nothing up here. We got the uh, the mouth of a waterfall over here. Water's just coming out of the work. The. I guess there could be some sort of underground river thing. I was gonna say it's coming out of the world, but uh, plausibly there could be some geology there. Uh, today I want to promote uh, Darths and Droids. It's a webcomic, you know, from that era when webcomics were popular. Um, Darths and Droids uses screenshots from the Star Wars series as the, uh, the comic panels. But the conceit is that it is people who are playing some sort of tabletop RPG 
you know, world where, like, the Star Wars movies never came out. And they're playing Star Wars in tabletop RPG form, but it's just this custom, like, home system that one guy made up. Uh, and he sort of, like, wanted it to be space and sci-fi, but, like, didn't have it complete. And they're like, what's the equipment list? And he, like, they start listing off stuff that every D&D player knows is just the second edition. It's like, oh, laser polearm, laser sword... And so forth. And then he's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, I mean, I guess I'll buy some laser swords. Because we're, like, space knights, right? And he's like, oh, okay, I guess you're space knights. Um, and then later he's like, oh, the robots shoot, uh, they start shooting their laser guns at you. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to block with my laser sword. And he's like, what? And he's like, well, obviously, if the laser sword has some sort of containment field that is holding inside the sword blade, then that containment field would keep out laser bolts right because it would have it would have to work both ways and so i can block laser bolts with my laser sword and he's like i guess that works and it's just you know that kind of jokey humor they go through like they they go through episode one two three four and then there's like oh the players took a break and then they come back and meet up a few years later and they play through four five and six I never read to the end. In fact, after this, I may start reading it again after this very recording. But uh, just wanted to plug Darths and Droids. Classic, high-quality webcomic. Not like some of those other webcomics that I've read in the past, but maybe, maybe wouldn't read a second time. We'll put it that way. Sort of like, you know, bored... There's not much on the internet. Oh, I forgot. We got... I, I didn't mention that we got the warm doublet, and I should probably put it on so that when this cold resistance item wears off, uh, that we do not... So there's a path up to the shrine where we get Cryonis. And if we go up that hill, there's like... There's like snow boulders that automatically spawn just out of absolutely nowhere. But if we go off to the left... We get a bomb arrow chest, an expansion DLC chest. So uh, we're going to go up and get that DLC chest, and then we're going to just try climbing up the back route up to the shrine. And, uh, heck, I think we'll be able to get inside the shrine before this cold resistance item wears off. Now, obviously... We're not going to be able to do the shrine and get back out of the cold zone within two minutes. That's That would be pushing it. I, I a speedrunner, am not. I wonder what ever happened to Mega Tokyo. Man, Mega Tokyo was awesome. But then it was so it was like it was run by like two people. And then they had some creative differences, like you do. And then it kind of just... I feel like the two people kept each other in balance in terms of the story. Because, like, one person wanted it to be, like, a romance manga. And one person wanted it to be, like, an action manga. So it was kind of... Kind of mixing the two. And then, and then once it was just romance manga guys, like, okay. I'm going to keep reading this. But then they, like... They started updating so rarely. 
it's like officially they update it twice a week or whatever, and it's more like once a month, and you're like, I just, I'll come back in a few decades when you're done. But you know what, friends? It's been a few decades, so maybe I should check back on Mega Tokyo. So we got Cryonis. It makes a ice block come out of the ground. Traveler's Spear, your inventory is full. Uh, I'm just gonna throw that sword off the distance. Was it broken? I don't know. But more importantly, I don't care. Because it was only a traveler's sword. And as I've been attempting to emphasize to Brian, uh, all this junk is just transient junk. You gotta focus on what's gonna be the long-term benefits. Gotta focus on spirit orbs, gotta focus on coral seeds, gotta focus on armor and armor upgrades. Things that last. On Caladan, we ruled with air and sea. But here on Arrakis, we'll have to rule with desert power. You know what that means, son? Desert power? You know what? There is still actually a minute and six seconds or so left on our thing. And uh, the old man wants us to warp. Uh, he wants us to go to the um, Temple of Time. And I'd be really happy to go to the Temple of Time for him. Except that there is a treasure chest in this frozen lake. Ooh, just touching the water for even a fraction of a second already took off half a heart. And that's even with the cold resistance on. Nice. Which means actually, with 30 seconds left on the clock, we are going to warp out of the cold area. Let's, uh, I guess we didn't get close enough to the pin to actually clear it. Let's warp to the Shrine of Resurrection. An hour and seven minutes. I bet. I bet I could get it under an hour if I fiddled around less. But it's not just about being the most efficient possible. It's about having a little bit of fun with it. And, you know, sure, some of the fun that I personally have is with doing things kind of efficiently. Although, 
I do hesitate to say that, because, like, when my brother watches me play, he's like, Oh, everything you do is the worst. It's just... To him, it's just a constant litany of screw-ups. Yep. Let's bomb that apple tree. That's definitely a reasonable way to farm an apple tree. Toss another bomb. Get a pallet of wood. Well, a bundle of wood. Oh, wait, what's this? A baked apple. Don't mind if I do. Um, hey, look, it's that lake from the start. And you remember how there was that, um, that cracked wall that I didn't mention, but that you all know is there. Um... Inside, a stone treasure chest. Inside that stone treasure chest, an opal. I really like opals and gems, and any time that there's a thing in a chest that is not a weapon, a shield, or a bow. Because that means that I don't have to decide what to drop just to benefit from this new chest. Ancient screw. Ancient spring. Uh, now what do I need for the bomb upgrade in Hateno? I think it's ancient shafts. I think the bomb upgrade is the really good one to get, but it's the least... No, maybe it's ancient springs? I don't know. The bomb upgrade is the best upgrade to get, I think. Alright, we can get a stamina vessel... For four containers. Womp. Oh! oh! Where's the old man? There he is. <laughs> That's actually a really well done sequence here because the, like, you come here and the statue is all glowing and everything and you're like, oh, well, what's this? What's going on here? And you, you get your little upgrade and then that's what triggers the old man to, um, to tell you, hey, get up here. It's just, it's just very well put together. That part has voice acting. To know Calamity Ganon's true form. Calamity Ganon's true form. That I seem to recall that there's a little bit of a grammatical disagreement between whether it's the Calamity Ganon mm. or Calamity Ganon or the Calamity. <laughs> Which is not the worst thing, but it's just kind of fun. <laughs> All right, that's it. King Rome disappears. 
that's not true entirely. I mean, like, you can go find him. He's back at his hut. Soldier's bow! Let's, uh... Drop... The traveler's bow. I'm not sure why those traveler's swords are sorting in front of the, uh... Logo clubs. Wait. Do we have... Oh, no. We have a spear and a... Alright, so we're headed towards uh, Dueling Peaks. I would have uh, been a little more careful about that first jump, but you... Like, if you're not going to cheese it, you have to land on Hyrule Plateau and get to the edge. What is that? What? I guess that's the top of a shrine. Is that? That's jump. That's how you do it, Brian. Actually, you got it the other day. What am I telling you about? You see the littlest dash jump? Right at the very edge. Because you want you want to save as much stamina for the flight as you can. So you don't want to be dashing for too much before you get to the edge. Hyrule Kingdom. Let's get to the top of this rock. And uh, we're actually going to call it here. As I promised, we're going to save. And... Uh, we will, we'll play more Breath of the Wild whenever it's Breath of the Wild time. I mean, I'm not personally, I'm not personally driven to do it every day as Troy somewhat, uh, somewhat implied that I got to do stuff daily again. Um, and now that I have this capture card thing, all the different Switch games that I have can be played. I am interested in, um, I think Bayonetta. I think Bayonetta would be very fun to play. Uh, I think Bayonetta would be fun to have an audio-only Let's Play of. I don't think anyone has ever mentioned Bayonetta before, and I think Bayonetta is, like, bonkers enough that uh i think that's a that's that's my first idea and you know let's see let's let's go to the home menu and check it out 84 percent and charging hmm the way i have my switch dock hooked up to my pc is with like a third party little dongle thing and i used just a phone charger that i had as like an alternate power source and after being docked for like basically all the time and then and then running it connected with power for an hour here it should be at 100 percent power so maybe i need a stronger charger 
because the charger here is only providing X many watts. I'll have to look into that. Let's see. All software. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I've been doing that on the Patreon. Uh, gonna, gonna finish all that. Um, let's see. Yeah, we got Bayonetta, Adelaide Ariza 2, Lost Legends, and The Secret Fairy. We could do Rune Factory. I don't know that Rune Factory would make a good AOLP. Um, Star Ocean. I did some Star Ocean on the Patreon. Got to continue that eventually. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Of course, the best uh, audio-only experience is Ring Fit Adventure. I have uh, Raji and Ancient Epic, which looked really cool. I got it, did not play it. My brother played it and told me that it was, in fact, pretty cool. But I haven't played it myself yet. Uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Did some of that with my brother. Age of Calamities. Chris Tales demo. Is Dragon Quest one? Oh, oh! I would like, I would like to promote. Um, um. I wanna, I wanna be sure I get the name right. There's a new AOLP cast. Um. And I wanna, I wanna be sure that I definitely Questing on the Road. Look up Questing on the Road by Andrew Collins, and they did a Dragon Quest One episode one that I listened to. It came out the twenty fourth. I only listened to it today because I basically listen to podcasts at work. So this is the first day um, that I've been at work since that episode came out, and I loved it. This is a high quality cast. This is. Um, they just, they're recording, uh, I guess they're a trucker and they, they are recording inside the sleep cabin of their truck. So it's got a really, really nice, um, sort of a, a cozy tone to the sound. Um, and they, they, they got the, the sound balance just right inside there. It, it had hints of of the like the very ancient era Daniel K recording from his shed type stuff that um that you look for in a good audio only cast. So that's Questing on the Road and they're doing Dragon Quest 1. I don't know if they'll do every single Dragon Quest. I hope they'll do every single Dragon Quest because then I don't have to personally play all the Dragon Quest games. Um so that would be convenient for me. Um, let's see further down the list of switch things. Um, oh, Trials of Mana. I played what? 10 hours of Trials of Mana. It's, it's a, it's a HD complete redesign remake. Now it's like in HD 3d and stuff, but of an old super Nintendo game, uh, sinking to sets of three. I really loved it. I, I would like to play that game of, again. Um, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Final Fantasy X-10-10-2 HD Remaster. I have it on Switch. I have it on Steam. But I have it on not any authority at all and definitely not confirmed. But I've been prodding 
the um let's listen audio cast guy that their next season should be final fantasy 10 2 they said it's on the short list hopefully that means even if it doesn't get to be next season it might be the season after that you know um i got mulaka which is it's a it's a 3d zelda type game it's based off of uh South American uh, myth. I I don't know enough about South American uh, lore to to say if it's a from a particular uh, group or if it's just sort of a blending of groups. I know it's made by uh, some devs in Mexico. I read an article about it and they said basically that like there's absolutely no game development programming scene in Mexico. Uh, so, so they really, they really had no support when they tried to make it. They like, they tried to get funding for, for like getting a loan for, for doing the game and stuff. And everyone's like, oh, that's no programming video games. What are you talking about? Um, I have Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. I've never played it. Maybe I should play that sometime. Um, Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age is a game that lately Kai has been playing in 2D mode, which means that we're not getting to hear all of the lovely voice acting in the game, unfortunately. But I guess they have the PC version of the game, and the PC version, like, crashes horribly in one specific town. Uh, so they're playing the 2D version of it, uh, with a whole bunch of, like, the challenge mode stuff, like, like, there's, like, you can't buy items, uh, or, like, you can't get experience from an enemy, for, from enemies once they're below a certain threshold and stuff. It's, like, it's got a bunch of challenge mode stuff. Um, that sounds great, but Dragon Quest XI is a 50 million hour game, so good, good luck to them on that one. Um, we're getting down to the end of the list. I have Bayonetta 2. Of course, of course. Um, Yeez 7 Lacrimosa of Donna. Uh, my brother liked that. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I liked I liked Donkey Kong Country 3D on the 3DS. Tropical Freeze is pretty good. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was playing it however many years ago and my just my, my chase of change. But I don't know that I like Tropical Freeze as much as I liked playing Donkey Kong Country 3D. But I could do it. I could do it at some point, I'm sure. And, oh, there's Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torna, the Golden Country. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, comma, Torna, hyphen, the Golden Country. Uh, make sure we get all that punctuation correct. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited to have these, these games be playable on the, on the cast now and have it, have it go out to you, the listener. Um, this wrap up, oh my gosh, we're at 123. This wrap up has been like 10 minutes. Listen to Questing on the Road. Listen to Into the Verse with Kylie Kane. Um, 
listen to Troidal Power. Uh, pray and hope that one day Dan K makes additional um, audio-only Let's Plays. We can only hope for another Euro Truck Simulator. We can only hope. Uh, bye, everyone!